Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. And turn to Luke chapter 8, and got down to verse 40 last time, message today titled, Got Issues. Anybody got issues? What would, what would the church be like if no matter what situation we find ourselves in or what trauma or, or, or trial we find ourselves in, that we would desperately go to Jesus believing no matter what it was or whatever we believed about Jesus in the past or whatever we think the limitations we, there are on him, that we would come to him and say, Jesus, I know that you can fix this problem. And what if that was our first response when things went sideways, or when things started to go bad? That our first response was to run to the Father, as we just sang, and fall on our knees before Him and say, God, you can fix this problem. You can heal this chasm. You can fix it. I think that oftentimes we neglect to do those things because maybe we just have these ideas about things. You know, when it comes to our, our child who's not going in the direction we hoped or, or maybe is sick or something or my marriage that's not working the way that I hoped and, and my, my work or whatever, what, what would the church be like if everything that we did was taking it directly to Jesus and believe fully that he could deal with that problem, that it wasn't too big for him? Would we ever be stressed out? Would we ever be in a hurry? Would we ever have anxiety if we truly believed that? You know, I, I've seen a lot of miracles. How many of you guys have seen miracles in your life? Just raise your hand. Seen God do amazing miracles. Okay, we've seen quite a few, quite a few. We've seen God do miracles. You know, my wife and I have seen tons of miracles. I was just kind of going through it. We've seen him provide for us. I mean, absolutely no money, no, no, no hopes, no prospects, and seen God absolutely provide. We've had prophecies spoken of us that have come to pass. We've had miracles, the birth of our son. You know, not too long ago, Jesus healed one of my son's eardrum. It was completely blown out, and we went to the doctor, and it was completely back. How's that happen? It's a miracle. We see those things. I mean, one of my kids had Jesus appear to him and tell him stuff he shouldn't have known when he was four years old next to his bed. I mean, we've seen God do all these things. And I wonder, you know, what is it that, that makes us at one point see a miracle and then the next moment when we, when we find ourselves in a crisis, we, we freak out? I wonder, what is it that, that makes us do that? And, and honestly, as I was thinking about it, I think it's when we find ourselves in those situations, it's because we lack confidence. Not self-confidence, not believing in myself. You know, like one of the guys this morning was saying, you know, God, you know, I, I hate it when I hear that God helps those who helps themselves, because it's not true, right? God helps the helpless. He helps the weak. And, and that's what we see here in, in our stories today. He helps those who are desperate, but also he helps those who believe. And, and what, would it, what would it take to restore our confidence, or what would it take to build our faith so that we can see God do things 
outside of the realm of the natural, outside of the realm of the possibilities that we have in our own you know, construct of, of what we think is going to happen in life or what we feel could happen or possibly work out. What would, take, what would it take for a miracle to happen in my life? And, and I would submit to you that the, what it would take is for you really just to believe Jesus. To, to really just believe him. And for me too, I, it's not just you because there's times when I freak out too. And, and I don't just trust Jesus and say, okay, Lord, you got this. I, I, I'm excited to see how you're going to work this out. Sometimes I do that, sometimes I don't. You know, it just depends, I guess, in the, on the day and the frame of mind I'm in and if my blood sugar's up or down. I don't know what it is. But one thing that's helped me, and I, I think this is good, you know, what, what, I, guess, I guess the question is, how could I believe that when I read these things in the Bible, that not only are they real, which I believe they're real, but are they real for me? How can I believe that the things I see Jesus do, when people go to Jesus in the way that he helps them and the way that he comes through for them, how can I believe that he's going to do those things for me? And you know what's helped me more than anything, I would say? It's, it's reading good Christian biographies. And, and reading about, because it's one thing for Paul to heal somebody and pray over somebody and they're healed or cast out a demon or something like that. But it's a whole other thing when it's somebody who I've met or somebody who I'm contemporary with or somebody who lived just 100 years ago or 200 years ago. You read about George Mueller and just the miracles that God provided for all those orphans. Or you read about Hudson Taylor as he went into China and he just completely trusted the Lord and the Lord answered so many prayers. And you read about Brother Andrew who snuck behind the Iron Curtain and would take Bibles into churches that were hurting and starving and, and just the divine appointments and the way God worked and the miracles he's performed. You read about Corey Ten Boom or... or Joanne Shelton, or any of these people who, who God has taken out on the mission field or just lived extraordinary Christian lives, and as they went out just trusting God, Edwin Orr, another example, just trusting God and, and seeing God come through for them in amazing ways. And when I read those, I think God can do that for me. Because when I read their biography, I can see that they have the same flaws and the same stupidity that I have half the time. And, but then I see God come through for them. I'm like, well, if God can do it for them. He can do it for me. And it, it encourages my faith. And I think it, it would you as well. To, to, to see God work and to, you know, I got to meet Frank and Maria Drown one year at a pastor's conference. They're ancient, you know, they're in their 90s. And they came to speak at this pastor's conference. But they went amongst the Sawi and God did awesome miracles they had a big old fat book a mission to the headhunters that i had just read and then i found out that they were at the conference so i got to meet them tell them i read their book which they were very excited about and then to hear their stories stories that weren't in the book and just about their life and, and how god had worked through them just, it's it's phenomenal but but jesus he, he's he's there with them and they believe they've seen and now they believe that they're at the right time, that he's there at the right time when this man needed him most. And, and, and you know what? Jesus is always there when you need him most. He is always there when you need him most. You know, he, he told the disciples, rightly so, it's better that I go away, that the comforter might come. And, and then he tells his disciples as he leaves, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And so we have the Holy Spirit present with us, and we have Jesus at our beck and call. At any moment we need him, we cry out to Jesus, he's there. Because he's God, and he's, he loves us. And so this man comes to Jesus in desperation. And yet Jesus didn't hurry to get there. 
You know, interesting, Jesus is never in a hurry. You realize that it never says Jesus ran. It never says Jesus says, we're late, let's go. Come on, guys, grab your sacks, put your sandals on, let's go. It sounds like me coming, you know, going to church in the morning. Come on, kids, put your shoes on. Where's your shoe? I can't find my shoe. Are you kidding me? We're going to be late, you know. Jesus was never, he was never in a hurry. Okay, there was one time that Jesus was in a hurry. One time Jesus said, you know, hurry up. When was that? Anybody know? It just, let's see, anybody know when Jesus was in a hurry? Roger? Okay, go ahead. No. You didn't listen. <laughs> no, remember it was when he was in the upper room with the disciples at the Last Supper and he told somebody to hurry up. Who was that? Judas. What you do, do quickly. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, you knew Roger. <laughs> what you do, do, he was never in a hurry. And, and I wonder about that in my own life. You know, if God's really in control of everything, I'm following the Spirit, do I ever really need to be in a hurry? You know, I, I don't know. The A type personality people are like, what are you talking about? Don't say that to people. <laughs> but you'd think he'd be in a hurry now, but. There's a disruption. Notice verse 43. Now a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years who had spent all her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any. So we see our second character. Here's a woman who's been hemorrhaging for 12 years. What would that be like to continually be under this condition for that long? We don't know how old she is. It doesn't tell us that, but we know that for the last 12 years she's been having this condition. Something like this would make you sick, just, just from the fact that the, the, your body would be depleted. It, was, it would be always trying to keep up. This would make you anemic, weak, prone to illness, a depleted immune system, because your body's always trying to keep up to make more blood. But aside from the physical effects of this, there was a lot of social and spiritual problems that come, came along with this condition as well. Socially, because the teachings of the Talmud, which was not the Bible, but the interpretation of the Bible said that a woman who has a flow of blood is cursed by God. So what would that be like living in a Jewish community where everyone around you believed that a person like this was cursed by God? Also, a barren woman would be considered this as well. And of course, somebody who had a flow of blood would also be barren. She's not allowed to touch anyone. Because if she touched anybody, she would make them unclean. Spiritually, she was ceremonially unclean. She would be unable to go to the temple or bring an offering before the Lord. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.